Happy Monday, everyone! In episode 12 of QA About ESL podcast, you will meet Ajar. Like many of my guests, she has her own ESL story, which has started in Kazakhstan not so many years ago. Ajar is persistent and patient person and rational in a good way. No surprise that she reached her goals and followed her path. Welcome to episode 12 of QA About ESL podcast. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Ajar. I am a recent graduate from UCLA Extension. Uh, here in the US, like second year, maybe. Yeah. And now I'm working as a digital marketer and a French brand, Sophie Giraffe. Really enjoying doing this uh, work. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Work is the one is the most important thing uh, mm-hmm. when you move in another country. So I think it's really cool that you have uh, have place to work. Yeah. Um, so uh, tell me your ESL story. Tell me how you started to learn English and why. Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think as a uh, with the background, I think all countries they start to adding uh, English classes as a second language for most of the world. And my country was uh, one of these countries. <laughs> so I started learning English uh, like from first grade, but it wasn't that successful. I, I used to understand everything, but to speak and being fluent, it was that challenge. So after that, I think after when I graduated the university, um, back to my country, um, I decided that I need to improve my English. And I went to different courses. I took different online classes and like classroom classes, but it wasn't successful. Then I was like, let's think how we learn English. And then I'm like, I think it's better way to go to the country where everybody speaks the same language and it's gonna be like diving to English. Uh, I opened the map and I'm like, well, so which country is gonna be in my budget and where I can learn English? So I'm like, well, Uh, European countries or maybe America, it's going to be a little bit expensive. Let's start from Asian countries, which used to be part of Great Britain. And I picked Malaysia. So my little story with learning English as a second language starts uh, started from Malaysia. I took three months uh, full-time ESL classes with British school and I was learning every day from nine to six English (laughs) so then yeah I think my level was like something between pre-intermediate and intermediate level it was Mm -hmm. like I and then I okay well now it's not that bad and I improved till upper intermediate in three months then I went to uh, United Kingdom for one month and then one month in the U.S. It's like half year journey 
learning English full time. Mm -hmm. This is great. <laughs> this is really great, and uh, I I think it's very um, beneficial for you. It's really cool. So you basically you had have had a experience with Malaysian. Uh, in Malaysia, they are speaking English, right? It's not mm -hmm. just because it's the ex colony, right? Ex British colony. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of they probably have their own accents or something, right? Oh, I can tell. Yeah, it's like it is. Um, they call it um, English, <laughs> like <laughs> like um, Malaysian English. Mm -hmm. There is a Chinese English. It's Chinglish. So I mean, each language they bring so brings uh, their own uh, slang. Mm -hmm. and uh, on the different way of speaking. Mm -hmm. And of course, Malaysian English is different. It's very close to, so it's something between Australian and uh, British English. Mm -hmm. It's very specific, but since I was in the UK uh, school mm -hmm. with uh, teachers from uh, United Kingdom, um, yeah, I, I had experience with them more than with um, local people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you still ha have had uh, experience with locals as, as well, right? I mean, have you heard <laughs> how they talk, how they uh, like conversate? Yeah. So, and also yeah. you, mm -hmm, yeah, can you say some specifics? I mean, yeah, I know you already told us like uh, this is something between uh, Australian and British. Actually, I didn't know that there's some spot between those two, mm -hmm. because they they kind of very very together, but still, yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I they, they, they sound similar, but they use different words. Mm -hmm. But Malaysian, it's more soft since mm -hmm. uh, they're Asian, mm -hmm. and Malaysian language. I think it's uh, like Malaysian language. It's more as uh, Indian. Oh, so Hindi, Hindi. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, you want to hear like their how they speak? Yes, if you, if you can if you can imitate it, uh, it would be. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't want to be rude for uh, people who from Malaysia, but I will try. Uh, mm -hmm. It's really. I mean, I think it's really cute. Mm -hmm. um, so it's something like. Hello, hi, how are you? It's more like soft mm -hmm. and uh, sounds like uh, uh, Indian English a mm -hmm. little bit. Um, and for example, if you want to go to this day, you can go this and um, took the taxi. So it's mm -hmm. like something very um, soft with their specific accent which is really cute i found cute yeah yes this is very melodic <laughs> melodically uh, yeah sounds like very melodic. Mm -hmm. yeah it's really cool yeah thank you for this <laughs> now we 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 know it's to to how, how they speak and, yeah. uh yeah so uh as i know you are uh, you were a student at ucla right uh, recently, mm -hmm. like you just graduated from it right yeah yes mm -hmm. tell me more about this experience how you even uh <laughs> become brave enough to <laughs> to, to come and uh, study at usa uh, ucla it's basically it's one of the most expensive 
way uh, universities so i just I think yeah i'm just curious about it how yeah i'm so proud of being part of this big family now i can uh be as a brewing mm-hmm. and it's really i mean it's amazing so how i took this university why i decided to start uh, learning um i mean not just learning uh there but uh, having an education from uh ucla so studying in the us it was the one of the big um challenges and dreams at the same time uh i was thinking that okay um so now i learn english and i'm working on my english i want to be so i want to have english as a, my almost same like russian as my first language and um i'm like okay well so i took these classes but it's not enough to be confident um and being competitive with the uh western world developed countries so and then i'm like well uh i think it's time to take some um not courses but the degree level and uh and since i was a program manager mm-hmm. but i used to work with um marketers uh i was always thinking that um marketing is something that makes me uh inspire and encourage me to do um great products for customer and learn their behavior and bring and promote these products it was everything like beautiful sounds beautiful and I'm like well the best um marketing is in the US everyone knows it because US is the dad and mom for marketing and sales and advertisement mm-hmm. so uh then in the US I'm like well uh we have US then we have 52 states which state is the like number one <laughs> well it's California and mm-hmm. in California which university is number one so it's Stanford uh standards is my big dream still is dream i want i i believe that some some day i can study there but um before stanford maybe i can take some step and being closer to my dream and i was searching uh and discovering different websites and i some uh youtube channel popped up uh on my uh screening i was thinking let's check this and it was um russian blogger she was explaining different educations and the us and different programs and she mentioned that ucla has a beautiful program for uh future marketers and it's not the ucla itself it's the extension uh which allows to um be being accepted faster and it's not that expensive as UCLA itself so but overall it's UCLA and nobody's going to be um doubting that it's UCLA mm-hmm. itself because it's UCLA but it's just the uh another school which gives um bigger um opportunity for those countries who 
uh, can't afford um, higher education. Mm-hmm. And I searched about this university and uh, I found that it's not that hard to get into the program. I needed to take um, e- IELTS. Uh, it's the International English Test. Mm-hmm. And then just uh, submit all my paperwork with um, um, from the university I graduate. It's not that, I mean, it, it's not that difficult as um, master degree level. Mm-hmm. So I applied and I was accepted. And that was the beginning. <laughs> I was like, wow, I accepted to UCLA. And I started preparing my documents for visa. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how was the experience of studying there? I mean, how hard it is to, in comparison with just using language for, I don't know, before before you go to, uh, to UCLA, you practice English in the Malaysia and London and US only? Or did you have some, I don't know, maybe work related to international um, um, connections or something? So did you practice it with the, uh, did you practice it before or not? And, mm-hmm. and if, if you practice it, how it was compared, compared to when you come to the country and when you start to study it's not just yeah. it's not just talking it's just studying so you need to be more like your vocabulary should be like acceptable for the new yeah. words and, and all this so how it was oh well uh so i so i think i can tell that the company where i used to work it's international mm-hmm. and Of course, as a program manager and internal communication manager, uh, I had some access to talk to them, but it was so limited. I mean, I couldn't even compare this. and I couldn't even tell that it's uh, like big experience working with um, Netherlands because it's an international company with headquarters in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And everybody, I mean, we had... Um, 14 countries in this um, uh, company. So from starting from uh, Russia, uh, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Pakistan, um, Italy. So these all countries, uh, they're not uh, own English as their first language. So all of all this, um, my colleagues, they speak Uh, very limited in English so mm-hmm. we try to understand each other mm-hmm. and uh, using Google Translator and mm-hmm. uh, any available tools so when I came to UCLA I started studying with international students mm-hmm. <laughs> as well so it's uh, maybe uh, 50% of all our classes were from um other countries so like 50% local 50% international mm-hmm. and we're all human so we try to understand each other first time and my first class was market research and our professor he was French and I'm like, oh well so he even he uh, like has a specific accent and some barriers in our language because even his professor mm-hmm. but uh, since it's not his first language Uh, it's okay to speak with um, uh, accent mm-hmm. and use their own words. 
So I think um, it's not that uh, difficult as we can imagine it in our mind. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, all people, all human, they know mm-hmm. that it's, it's not first language and it's okay to mm-hmm. uh, try to speak uh, better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I love this uh, in the US. This is very, like, everybody acceptable, accept you um, and trying to understand you. They're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, our this barrier, this language barrier, this inside of our heads, not inside yeah. of there. <laughs> so, Absolutely. we come in with our own bar- barriers here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even more, now I'm working with uh, this US company, but it's a french brand and our owner she is from france mm-hmm. even she lives here she um she's like maybe since 2001 mm-hmm. so almost 20 years mm-hmm. i she still have has some issues with english and it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> we try to explain each other and sometimes i use russian words see she use she uses mm-hmm. um french words and like what do you mean? What do you mean? And we understand each other <laughs> by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is great. I, be, I believe this, uh, what English d- does, English language does, it's uh, mm-hmm. communication and uh, it's really, really fascinating how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So um, our show, it's not only about the language, but also about culture, kind of. And mm-hmm. you already not mentioned that you are your country but you're never saying what country you're from <laughs> so that i i want to ask you what country you're from and also tell me a little bit about the culture of the of your country and how it's similar or um not similar with the mm-hmm. us what was the most shocking maybe things or what what was your experience when you changed the country i mean yeah yeah when i came yeah Yeah. so well it's interesting topic talking about my country because we have um really i think i can tell that it's rich history Mm -hmm. so we used to be part of soviet union countries and we were with Russia almost 70 years. Mm-hmm. So my country is um, Kazakhstan. Uh, it's Kazakh Republic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next country way born, it's Kyrgyz Republic. Mm-hmm. So it's two very uh, similar countries. They're together. And I, I was always between two of these countries. I worked most of my time in Kazakhstan. I grew up in Kyrgyzstan, Kyrgyz Republic, and my parents mm-hmm. live and Kyrgyzstan. So, but before, uh, be, before when we joined to uh, Soviet Union countries, um, we used to be uh, um, a nomad, um, nomad people. So it's um, it's a very similar culture, very similar culture as uh, Mongolia. Um, and interesting thing that so we have a two part of our country uh north part is close to mongolia culture and mm-hmm. south part it's very similar to persian country culture mm-hmm. so because it's close to tajikistan afghanistan iran mm-hmm. it's persian culture mm-hmm. and we even we in one country we have completely different background mm-hmm. 
we nomad. We live. We used to live in yurts. It's the houses. We never stay in one place. We were very um, fighters. So we fight all the time for being alive. And mm-hmm. even my grandparents, they used to live in this. Maybe not grandparents. Maybe grand grandparents my grandparents parents so they used to be nomads so they live in the tribes they were they like freedom they never stay in one place they were moving around and with the um uh so they never had any stability um but the south part of my country they used to be um they used to stay in one place and they were uh, more work with agriculture and they grew, they grew different, um, the agriculture products. So um, yeah, it's uh, very different. And we, we speak very fluent in Russian because we, uh, we were part of um, Soviet Union mm-hmm. and we know a lot about our history as well because once we got independent independency we start learning our history and then we realized that our history unites different culture and different different absolutely different nations and ethnics and starting from so it's like Mongolia a little China a little Persian and a little bit Turkey culture Mm-hmm. And all these uh, tribes were uh, united by Soviet Union, and we all of us is like very similar with Russian culture. Mm-hmm. So it's different. It's a multi multicultural thing. And then when I came to the U.S., I was like, so we're so new as a country. Uh, my country is like thirty years old, like I mean maybe older than thirty years. Mm-hmm. But U.S. of course it's um, 250, maybe 300 years already, mm-hmm. and all these um, nations who came to the U.S. they had a history like thousand years, mm-hmm. and they have uh, like interesting background. So yeah. <laughs> That's the big difference. Mm-hmm. I still, I, I still think that I'm thinking that my nation is too young <laughs> because we like mixed uh, mm-hmm. among other ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually yes, sim- similar to US. I think because US is basically mix of uh, different et- ethnicities and uh, different cultures, yeah. right? Yeah, melting pot. <laughs> yeah, melting pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is great, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what would you say? Uh, it, it this is the question which I uh, I'm uh, I ask uh, everybody in my podcast. What would you say is the language uh, shapes the culture, or culture shapes the language? It's mm, a good one. <laughs> but Everybody's I saying this. Think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, language shapes culture. Uh, so since I speak three different languages, mm-hmm. I can 
feel that I act differently oh. when I speak my own language. I act differently, and my behavior is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if it's Russian, mm-hmm. I act differently. I mean, I'm not completely different person. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm the mm-hmm. same person, but um, I feel this difference. Even when I talk to my parents, in my own language, it's different. And when I speak Russian, it's different. When I speak English, uh, yeah, in Russian, it's two different personalities. I think it's more because of the culture um, and language is there together all the time. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't tell that it's maybe it's it's like they they you you couldn't separate them. They're always together. Yes, yes Yeah. Mm-hmm. One my friend, she's from South Korea and she she speaks Kyrgyz and she mm-hmm. says that she start she started understand Kyrgyz people when she start started speak. Kyrgyz mm-hmm. so she, she says that she never ever understands them before she mm-hmm. speaks this language mm-hmm. that's the difference I think mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's great it's great great experience also that you can say like from your from your own experience that you know three languages and you can compare like how how it changes when you start to speak with on um, different languages yeah so yeah yeah it's it's great i think it's a w- very good idea not just traveling i mean if if someone wants to make their uh views wider or maybe be more creative or something it's really mm-hmm. good way to do uh to do it to visit different countries and maybe live there like for a uh, one two years I, I know not everybody can afford it but yeah i mean and it's better to live actually uh in in some stay in some rural places not necessarily um, big cities because for instance uh if we are going to talk about russia uh you know moscow you know st petersburg but this mm-hmm. is these two beautiful amazing cities they are not Russia yeah all my respect (laughs) they are not (laughs) so and people there they're different from uh Mm -hmm. like regular mediocre Russia (laughs) Russia yeah I I apologize to say and there's like (laughs) mediocre people it's not not good uh yeah say about people but Mm -hmm. I mean uh they are different they they are culture different from Mm -hmm. others uh, other Russians and um it's kind of brutal to live in like somewhere in the middle of the Russia, not in the uh, in Moscow or San Petersburg or, or even Novosibirsk. Uh, it's yeah. Kind of yeah. Very big city. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's really, really good experience if you go somewhere mm-hmm. and trying to see how real people live and yeah. maybe study language as well because, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Even also a friend of mine, she's from Japan. Oh, and she okay. says she says that yeah Tokyo is not Japan anymore so mm-hmm. and when we travel to United Kingdom everybody in the UK they say oh no London is not the yeah. UK you need to try to go to small city small town mm-hmm. and see how people live there 
never go to the place where tourists go. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, that's so true. I mean, mm-hmm. my country same. So capital city is not uh, as the rest of the country. So capital city is always mm-hmm. uh, like with the own dynamic, mm-hmm. own culture. Yeah. 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 I agree. Mm-hmm. They kind of trying to uh, be similar with other big big cities when mm-hmm. the uh, rest of the countries they are kind of more authentic and more interesting in, yeah. in some way so yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i agree, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay mm-hmm. thank you very much Azar. it was very pl- big pleasure to see you today and talk with you thank you very much for this conversation yeah thank you so much for having me <laughs> Yeah, good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. The show is produced in partnership with Saddleback Radio. A new show on Monday at 2 p.m. Have a great week.